I don't believe this is from 1984, is it? No, it's not, but it's Boy George's birthday today. And you've been he was, moaning no, no, about he, the no, stock no, no, market. No, 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 he was big in the 80s. He's, I don't know what's happened to poor old Boy George. Um, a man who's big in the 2020s is our next guest, <laughs> Cameron Bagri, who would have been like the rest of us at field days this week, no doubt. But Cameron, carnage on the market. Look at, let me look at my numbers here. The Dow down overnight, 2.8%. New Zealand's gone out in sympathy. NZX 50 down 2.6%. Interest rates are going through the roof. I guess the only good news or silver lining in this cloud is the fact that the New Zealand dollar's, what, under 63 US cents. Yeah, a fair bit of risk off, not just in the last 24 hours, Jamie, but you've got to go back to what happened on Friday night. You know, we saw a pretty big inflation print out of the United States, so that upped the ante on the interest rates moving up even higher. And, of course, higher interest rates are not great for growth. They're not great for asset values, and that sort of trend or that general market sentiment has extended over the past 24 hours. Yeah, so it's been a bit of a horror couple of days, to be honest, for international equities, but the glass up full is not just about the New Zealand dollar coming down. Now, let's start to get back to sort of economics 101. You know, you need to be investing in firms that make real money, you know, make real cash. If you look at a lot of the entities, or the, a lot of the outfits that are getting smashed around the globe at the moment, they're actually entities or organisations that don't make real money. So the Nasdaq's down about 30% from their peak. Uh, from their, peak. their crypto, well, it's starting to get hollowed out and yeah, what's going on across crypto is probably going to resemble what we saw within the 2000 uh, tech wreck where you know, a lot of companies survived and thrived on the other side but boy you saw an awful lot of stuff get put on the sidelines and kicked the touch as well. I have this argument with my son uh, and I always win arguments with him but cryptocurrency is a bit like the emperor's new clothes isn't it? Well there's some cryptos will survive yeah, but once again, I go back to the tech wreck we saw in 2000, 2001. Yeah, well, there were some fundamentals, some really good companies in the tech sector way back then. If you look at the thrived over time. But of course, what we also saw was a whole lot of charlatans, you know, a whole lot of companies that actually didn't make real money. And of course, they're always going to get exposed. And this is what we're seeing at the moment. When the, when the price of money is going up by interest rates uh, on the increase, well, you're exposed the weak, and that's precisely what's going on around the globe at the moment. But, of course, we're seeing collateral damage across broader asset prices as people start to run for cover. But, yeah, let's sit back and think about the bigger picture here, Jamie, in regard to equity prices today are still a hell of a lot higher than where they were two years ago. House prices are down 10% in Auckland as well, but house prices are still up 30% on what they were two years ago. So it depends on your starting or reference point with by which you're comparing... Uh, what's happening in the past 48 hours. I was at a farm meeting last night where uh, a group of us were examining interest rates and looking at renewing loans that uh, may come off a fixed rate. It's not for the faint-hearted now, the interest rate market, Cameron. Well, it's not, but once again, it depends on what, what sort of benchmark are you looking at. If you go back and have a look at the past 20 years, you're looking at interest rates, whether it be one, two, three, four, five years, and relative to the past 20 years, interest rates are still really low. But of course, if you look at where interest rates are today compared to where they were 12 months ago, well, they've broadly doubled. You know, so that, that's having a real big impact on the ground if you've taken out a lot of debt or bought into a house, particularly in the last 12 to 24 months, and you might have got that special rate of sort of 2.2, 2.1%. Well, what are you facing at the moment? You're yeah, something around 45 to, to 5%. 
Now, four and a half to five is still low, but it's more than double what people's potentially first mortgage was. And and a positive note on which to finish from the New Zealand farmer's point of view. Yes, on-farm inflation, and I think Jacqueline Rowell's going to talk about this, so we'll let We'll let her discuss this one. It's it's horrible at the moment, but returns, we are getting record returns. And I, I see, for instance, the dairy futures are sitting above $10, record prices uh, for a red meat, for instance. So costs of production aside, farming's not a bad business to be in compared to some at the moment. Well, it's a pretty good business to be in on, on a couple of levels. Look, look one... Yeah, you, you got a bit of an inflation hedge there in the in the form of you know, owning physical land. Uh, two, inflation tends to be pretty good for the income side of the ledger, although you get back a bit on the cost side of the equation as well. And three, and this is what people are fundamentally missing out there at the moment, you know, in a rising interest rate environment, you need to be investing in assets that make the big seat, your cash. You've got to be making money. And, of course, the rural sector at the moment is making money. We were seeing the most vulnerable we get exposed around the globe, Jamie. They're just companies, entities that don't make real money. All right, Cameron Bagri, thank you very much for your time. Hold the phone there. I've got a test match against Ireland to discuss with you. Uh, we'll do that during the commercial break.